and welcome to the Old Iron Talk podcast. I'm your host, Callie Gurton, and today we have special guest, Kurt Allman. I'd also like to introduce you guys to our producer, Miranda Adams. Today, today we are going to be talking about Old Iron Talk and Old Iron Garage. Let's crack open a beer and get to chat. All right, Kurt. Well, I'll crack open my Mountain Dew. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we see how you roll. This is like the first podcast I've ever been on. Well, me too, so. Oh, see how this goes. Miranda, is this your first? It's definitely my first. All right, we're going to see how this goes then, guys. So we're going to start talking about Old Iron Garage. For those of you who haven't heard of it, it is a new website that Kurt likes to reference to as Tractor Disney World. Kurt, what was your thoughts behind Old Iron Garage? Well, uh, you know, it was something kicked around for years, you know, and um, I, I, I thought that me personally, I had been to the ends of every tractor website on the internet and I like didn't have new stuff to look at, you know, and I don't know, Facebook, you know, it's got all the drama that goes along with that. So sometimes they get tired of that. And, you know, if, if I was researching a tractor, it seemed like I always had to go to like six different websites to try to figure something out. And so I thought, man, wouldn't it be cool if, uh, you know, we could just put everything on one website and you could research stuff and you had a little community. Uh, maybe you got you know, buy sell ads, you know, classified ads and, and uh, you know, things like that. Yeah. And okay, this has been in the works for what, about two and a half to three years when you guys oh, originally pro started probably. it? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would say at least three years. Okay. You know, very cool. You know, but, you know, the, the, uh, uh, a big boost was um, we were able to use content from CH Wendell's books. That has helped tremendously, yes. You know, so that, that, that gave a, a huge foundation for yeah. us to work off of. Yes, it did. Miranda, do you have the site pulled up for everybody right now? If you do, we're going to start to kind of go through it with you guys, for those of you who have never came across Old Iron Garage before. So there are four main things that we have brought to this website. The first one is research or the database. And as Kurt had mentioned, the idea behind that kind of came from using some information and research from C.H. Wendell. So do you want to kind of discuss how that came to be? Yeah, so, uh, you know, we handled um, we handled uh, C.H.'s uh, estate, mm -hmm. you know, and so we sold, you know, when he, when he wrote all those books, he obviously needed reference material yes. to draw off of. And, you know, so his archive of, of old sales literature and, and catalogs and books. I mean, it was extensive. Um, so that's how I got to know the Wendell family. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of his books are out of print now. I mean, mm -hmm. the only way you can find them is like on eBay or at auctions or something something like that. So I, I you know, I had told the family, I, I, I had met Charlie Wendell years ago and he was kind of like one of my idols, yeah. you know? And so I told the family, I said, this content shouldn't die. You know, it, it needs to live on and, and, you know, the book publishing thing is, you know, to reprint that, that's mm -hmm. a big financial, yes. you know, thing. So, uh, I offered up, you know, to let's put a bunch of that content online and they, yeah. you know, they thought that was a great way to, you know, great preserve way to it. it. Yeah. You know, I, and I think that, I mean, Hey, you have pulled the wagon on this thing. So, I mean, you know how much work this is. Yes. Been. Yeah. Um, but I think the neatest aspect of this is if you pull up a 2035 Alice Chalmers, 
um, you can read the information that's on there, but then as somebody that's got that tractor, if you know different details about it, you can actually add to mm -hmm. the article. I, you know, I mean, t explain how that works, because yeah. I think that is... I think that's awesome. I think that's one of the most awesome things of this whole website. It is. So that is like one of the big pushes for this website is we want to make it community driven. So anyone can contribute. They can list pictures, literature. If they have a history about one or a story they want to tell, they're welcome to share that as well. So Miranda, if you wouldn't mind, if you go into the database and click on let's do the pre-30 era. As you guys will learn, I'm kind of biased to Rumley, so we're going to share that as an example. And if you go into the Advanced Rumley tab for them, then say you have pictures, history, anything on Kerosene Annie. You can go into Kerosene Annie. You can see what we already have populated on the site. So we have some imagery, model information. A lot of this history did come from the C.H. Wendell books, so that was a very nice reference to use. We have some specs, production numbers, and then you can also attach documents and downloads. So like if, you know, on some of the stuff, there's there's literature mm -hmm. that we've uploaded. Yes. And, and so you can pull up that tractor and actually see a piece of literature. Literature those, yep. And, you know, it'd be awesome if eventually we could get manuals. Yeah. You know, Scanned in there you know, for sure. There. Yes. So at the bottom of every page in the database, you can scroll down and there is the option to contribute. So that's just the easy, literally all you have to do is hit that, fill in the information, drag and drop any files, history, anything you want in there, and we can list you as a contributor for that model. So that is really how we're trying to grow the database and make it as interactive for everybody in the hobby as possible. You know, and there's there's people in the hobby uh, that, hey, it, it, before you, you, you go off that, I, I think I thought that was brilliant doing the... Uh, I have one, I want one, mm -hmm. you know, because uh, if, if you just click, I have one that helps, that helps build the, um, you know, the directory. So yes, we can kind is. of figure out like how many's left. And, mm -hmm. and, and if, if you've got one of those and you can connect with another collector that's got one, you know, it makes parts trading, it does, you yes. know, work and, and research, but, yep. um, but, you know, contributing to each one of these, there's people out there that are, uh, that are experts, I mean, in particular tractors. Tractors, yep. You know, um, Eric Best is is like all about, you know, W40s, WD40s, mm -hmm. probably knows as much or more about those than anybody on the planet. Um, you know, that that people like that you can you can you can pull yes. research and expertise off of. Yep. And we've got it all in one one spot. You know, mm -hmm. and everybody teaches everybody that way. Exactly. Yep. And that's really the whole idea behind the website. Um, if you want to, like Kia just said, you can use the I have one. So if you want to go next, Miranda, to the registry tab to show everybody. So actually I don't know if you want to kind of talk about this too, but originally this kind of got started thanks to David Parfait and his work and everything yeah. that he had gathered. Yeah, you know, Dave, uh, David had spent years and years um, putting a, a registry together of mostly pre-30 tractors uh, and had had documented so many thousands of tractors yeah. and, and steam engines, um, we, you know, which I think you're going to add steam engines later. Yep, we are. Um, you know, and David... Um, 
for various reasons, decided to retire his website. Mm -hmm. and, and it was all of that just super killer valuable information. And so, you know, we were kind of blessed that he said, hey, take this and, and, and put it up, you know, but without his hard work, um, you know, this wouldn't be nearly no. what it is. So, it would not. Um, you know, it's, it's a great research tool, you know, if you, if you go out and, you know, find a, a, a little bolt tractor, mm -hmm. you can kind of get on there and, and see maybe about how many are left. And, yeah. and what's great is it's, you know, it, it can be anonymous. You don't have to put your name or anything, yep. or, uh, attach any of that to it, but it does kind of just help keep track of it. It does. Yes. And, yeah. and I, I think you're going to, you know, you're going to eventually expand this to like all tracks, mm -hmm. you know, right up to like 1206 International yep. and 2255 Oliver. Exactly. That. We are actually also in the works of expanding it to different areas as well. So lawn and garden, hit or miss engines, steam, all of that. So that'll also be coming to the website fairly soon so that it will be a nice addition. Um, Miranda, How in the world are you going to track all of the hit and miss engine companies? Because there's like a jillion. There's so many. So how, how many? So many. How many different tractor companies do you have on it? Right now we have around 260 manufacturers and about 2500 tractors uploaded into it but we're continuing to add more every that, day that probably like took you a week to do that oh yeah no problem <laughs> <laughs> how how long how long did it take you um, to build that i started working on this project about a year and a half ago and we finally launched it this last september but it took a good year to gather what is on there now. Wow. Plus some. Wow. It took a lot. I mean, essentially, it's like Antichrist or Wikipedia. Essentially, yes, I mean, it is. kind of what you're going after. Yes, exactly. Um, Miranda, if you're still on the registry, do you still have that pulled up? If you want to go into, like, the 1952 Massey Harris Pony and pull that up for everybody. So this one just kind of shows an example of what you can upload. And another kind of cool feature that we have added is you can add photos if you want. You do not have to. You do not have to list like where you're located, who you are, or photos. But it is kind of a cool way for people to show off their restoration jobs, what they have out there, and just preserve the history behind these models. And what a great reference tool. I, I mean, if I was restoring a Massey Harris pony, I mean, gosh, being able yes. to look at pictures or or you can message someone mm -hmm. through this privately. Yes. And say, hey, I'm I'm working on a pony. Would you know where'd you find your head gasket? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. It's just a great resource to connect with people too. That is awesome. Um, next let's slip over to the marketplace, if you would, Miranda. So we started this um, kind of as a place that people can list their items specifically just related to tractors, gas engines, implements. You don't have to worry about scrolling through everything else on Facebook or weeding out stuff you don't want. So we have slowly started to list items on here, but like I said, it's a self-listing. It's very simple. You just create an account, log in, list pictures, photos, description, and then people can reach out to you directly. And what's that cost? Nothing. Free. Nothing. Yeah. Well, that's a heck of a business model. It is. <laughs> <laughs> For somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, next, let's talk about the community. So as you had said, when you list like your items on the registry, this is just another great way to connect with people. You can ask them about your restoration if you have any questions. 
So this is another resource we built specifically for things old iron related. Mm -hmm. You don't have to worry about seeing politics, drama, anything else like you do scrolling through Facebook. It's really easy to use. It's very similar to Facebook or it Instagram. It looks a lot like Facebook. It does, yes. It reflects Facebook a lot. You can have groups, which we have some groups started that you can join, post pictures, message people, whatever. It's basically the same exact thing as Facebook, just for old iron, though. Can you can you use it on your phone? You can, yes. Cool. It is very adaptive to phones. Gotcha. Yep. Okay, the other things that we do offer on Old Iron Garage 2 is we have this articles tab. So if you go into that, which this has been a great place where we have actually, if you scroll down a little bit, Miranda, you can show them manufacturer histories. So we have been going through to preserve what C.H. Wendell did, and we've been publishing his histories on here. So if you have a company that you want to look up, you can look up their complete history <coughs> on our website. We also have been able to post and list old articles from Classic Tractor uh, magazine that they had. So Classic Farm and Tractor Magazine is on there too. Nice. Um, but anyone could submit articles. So we will share anything that if somebody writes about their restoration and they want to be highlighted and featured, we are more than happy and willing to show that on the website too. Well, it gives a, it gives a good place for, um, you know, if you kind of did a deep dive mm -hmm. in into a tractor or local manufacturer, um, you know, I, I've recently been like kind of ate up with the Oliver Chilled Plow Tractor. Yeah. You know? And so I've, I've did this deep dive into the history of it and tracked the farms, yeah. you know, that the tractors went to. And, and it, this makes a, a, a really cool and easy way that as soon as I get the article put together, mm -hmm. it's a place to publish it. It is. And share yes, it. Exactly. Yeah. And then it's, you know, really it's kind of all about preserving it. So mm -hmm. that, you know, 10 years down the road, this is this huge repository information yep. that doesn't go out of print and, and it's always up there, you know, for research. Yep, exactly. Yeah. And people can always find yep, what they're looking for type of thing. Um, if you also want to go over, we have the events calendar that we've added here recently. So on here, you can list any show event, auction, whatever you have coming up, you can list it on the website here. We do have quite a few. This has been pretty popular since the website has launched, but one good thing is you can go and you can search by the city and the state. So it's oh. easy if you know where you want to go for the summer, it's easy to look up different events. You can list pictures, all of the general information, location, phone number, Anything you need for so people. Like weekends coming up. Mm -hmm. Your wife is begging you to go to an antique tractor show. Absolutely. I mean, you can just jump on the website and like, bam. Perfect. Honey. Take You're your, gone. Take your pick. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but again, it's very simple to submit. Um, you just simply log on to the website, go to the events page, and you can submit your event through there. And if you have any questions, you can always email us too at info at oldirongarage.com. Um, the last thing we'll kind of talk about here and highlight on the website is the shop tab. So we're still starting to build these out. As I said, it is brand new, but we have right now in apparels tab, we do have some literature for sale right now. If you want to go into that tab, Miranda, we have some of C.H. Wendell's old books. And then uh, we also have some of Ray Crilly's books who you recently yeah. got in for auction. So we have those listed on there too. 
if anybody is interested in any of those. How about these, uh, how about these, uh, su su super cool radiator sealant can? Koozies, they are pretty cool. We do not, you have preloaded this can in here, so proceed with caution. Okay, I mean, <laughs> okay we don't know what kind yeah, of vibe we want to say you, I'm right? warning harmful if ingested. So. <laughs> You'll be all right, yeah. it'll all work out. It'll all, work out. <laughs> uh, all right, so in addition to Old Iron Garage, we wanted to kind of tie this into why Old Iron Talk got started. Um, I know, Kurt, you've kind of batted back and forth for a while now, starting a podcast. And we kind of, Miranda and I, got this in works, I don't know, what would you say, a couple months ago? Well, or three, no, December. Was it December? Yeah, December. I couldn't remember. So, yeah, so really kind of the basics of that deal was, was I would rather talk about tractors than eat. Yes. But I am not even close to being smart enough to figure all this podcast TikTok of Instagrammer guy <laughs> uh, stuff out. And so you guys have picked up the ball and carried all the weight on this. And now we're here. Now we're here and we can like talk tractors until everybody just kind of eyes roll back yep. in their head and they fall over. And so, they're tired of it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so yeah, we started this with the idea of, like Kurt said, he really likes to talk tractors, but in a way to incorporate Old Iron Garage as well, we kind of want to tie in a model of show me your shed. So what the idea is, we could either go, depending on how far away it is, to somebody's collection, tour it, do a live podcast, or we have recently figured out how to set up how to do a Zoom call. So they could be on Zoom, we'd be talking to them, walking through their collection, asking them questions, and then showing that through our podcast to so our they, viewers. They, they'd like walk through their shed and and show their stuff and we'd go ah, stop exactly. oh my god you know what do you got in the corner what is that <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah we're hoping we can highlight people's collections that way and it's just another way to get the history and preserve things out there for people sounds to me like good entertainment in the evening yeah yeah i think so <laughs> yeah. so that should go well so what else are you thinking of on the podcast i mean like what you know what else are you gonna do i mean we're gonna bring in we definitely want to do like the show me your shed I mean, angle. Rodeo stars, or but I mean, or... I, I'd be <laughs> what, down. What are you doing, Callie? Let's bring in rodeo stars. <laughs> That'd be fun. No, we want to try and reach out to collectors that we know, bring them in, ask them questions. Eventually, we can have people asking our guests questions live. So if they have, it, they want to get an interaction that way, we can do that. Kind of like a talk show. Kind exactly. Of great, yeah. So, so everybody can yep yeah. interact with each other and cover whatever wants to be talked about. So if you do those podcasts, you need like super duper podcast nicknames or something. Those something, like, I guess. Like Oil Pull Cali. Oh, sure. And, you know, Marvelous Miranda. I was thinking, yeah, like Magic Miranda or something because well, she's back there. Well, M&M's. I mean, yeah, we love M&M's. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Or M&M, like the rapper. Yeah, no? Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We'll get there. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. But yeah, so those were kind of our two ideas and how this came about. Um, we really are just trying to help preserve the history behind everything. Well, okay, so what in the world even got you interested in, well, in all of this? It's a wild story, I guess. <laughs> okay, so Miranda, if you want to pull up the picture of my grandpa, actually. Originally, I'm from Geneseo, Illinois, which is about three hours northwest of here. 
and moved down here about two and a half years ago now. Yeah, about two and a half years ago. Um, for those of you that have heard of him, his, my grandpa was Ronald Miller, and he collected... Who, in another life, when I was like a child, yeah, <laughs> I started a magazine, an anti-tracker mm -hmm. magazine. So I yeah. only started at my, like, end of my junior year of high school, I think. And, like, one of the, like, legend people in the hobby was Ron Miller. He yeah. was the oil pull guy. He and, was. And so, like, every time, any time, I mean, I was a pup. You yeah. Know? I mean, I was still learning. And and oil pulls were, like, this mythic, magical beast, you know, that mm -hmm. I maybe, I had maybe only seen one in real life. Yeah. Like, um, so, when I had oil pull questions, like, I, I called him. Not not often. We yeah. Talked, I don't know, half a dozen times, but uh, he, he was instrumental in, like, the club. He was, yes. Yeah. Very, in the AETA show that's up there, he was very, actually, I don't remember the year off the top of my head, but they did do, they used to do a show on my grandparents' farm, and it was, like, a dollar a day to get in, or a dollar a weekend, I can't remember what, and then kids 18 and under were free. And that's where one of the shows actually originated was uh, on their farm. Yep. I'll be dang. But running off of you saying he was the oil pool guy, one of my favorite stories since I've worked here is Mike Sporrell. When I first met him, uh -huh. it was at the Lake Key Live sale. And we were like sitting at the hotel and he came up to me and he asked like who I was, where I was from. And I said, I'm originally from Geneseo. And he goes, oh, do you know Ron Miller? And I said, yeah, I think I've heard of him. <laughs> And Brian Fulce was sitting next to me, and he starts cracking up. And Mike goes, what? And he's like, that's her grandfather. <laughs> he's like, oh, I've called him quite a bit because I can't remember what he said he was restoring. But one time he well, was. Well, he's got a couple lightweight oils. Yes, he does. Yeah. And I don't remember which one he said he was working on. But he said he had called my grandpa and actually drove down there to get a part from him. So oh, he said, for yeah. crying out loud. So that's one of my favorite things here is just hearing the stories and people that had met him and how he helped them because he definitely was no known as the oil pool guy. Oh, yeah. That is for sure. So like what got him into oil pools? Well, actually, when he first got out of the army, he wanted an Avery. Now I can't quote Oh, my myself. God. He could have been the Avery guy. He could have been the Avery guy. <laughs> So his dad had always had an Avery, so he was looking for an Avery when he first got out of the Army. Couldn't find the one he wanted, and he had a friend call him one day and said, Hey, found this oil pole, you gotta go look at it. So he did, and it was the first tractor he bought when he was first married, first out of the military, and that's just how his love started. He said, um, in one of the articles that was written about him, it's quoted that he had said that he decided to stick with Rumley because he thought it would help keep his collection smaller and under control. <laughs> How'd that work? Well, not real good. Yeah, not real good. <laughs> <laughs> but so he started with a 2040 oil pole was the first one he purchased. And I still remember my grandma always tells us he added like a little car seat to it. It's just a wooden seat. Could not be comfortable if you were a child. But he would always take, like, my dad and his brothers out if they were throwing a fit at night, and that's how he'd put them to sleep, was on the oil pole. Right, around on the yep. oil pole. Yep. Ah, that's awesome. And that tractor still has that little child seat to this day. Oh, so. I'm crying out loud. Yep. So his, let's see, now he had a B? He does. Yep, we do wow. still have a B. Wow. So, yeah, that's pretty unique yeah, and that's special. Yeah, kind of the... That's kind of the it is. creme de la creme of the oil pole, yep. and everybody, you know, could, you can't even find bees anymore. No, you can't. 
So it, it, any it, E got an E. Yeah, thirteen in total. Thirteen what, oil yeah. pools. That's pretty impressive. Yep, and then we have a Rumley six too. Cool. So yeah, um, but one story that I love to tell is Miranda. If you wouldn't mind flipping to the Smithsonian picture of the restored oil pool. So back in 1991, I wasn't born yet, and I'm sad I wasn't born yet, but I hear all the stories. Um, he was contacted. I, I, was, I was actually kind of old by then. I still remember that. Yeah, I can tell you stories about the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> I was just barely born in the 90s, but that's okay. <laughs> um, but my grandpa was contacted, and he was asked to restore a 2040 for the Smithsonian Institute in Washington, D.C. Really? Yep. I did not know that. Yeah. So that's this picture that we have pulled up here. That's the tractor he restored. And then they actually, actually donated this threshing machine, too. So that was in the Smithsonian wow. as well. Yep. They're both back in the archives now, but they were on display for many years out there in D.C. And actually, in 91, they had, like, a threshing show on the grounds of oh, the yeah. Capitol. And so they went out to that, and they got to meet the vice president, and it was a big deal, and they had a live threshing show out there, and they ran this tractor in the thresher. That is awesome. I did not yeah. know that. You know, we've sold stuff for the Smithsonian yeah. and to the Smithsonian. Yeah. And their, you know, their collection is like, you know, what you see at the Smithsonian mm -hmm. is like, tip of the iceberg. Yeah. Know, it's 10, 10% or what it, what it is. Yeah. But they're, you know, they're... Their archives, which mm -hmm. that's where that's at. Where that's at, yep. Because yeah, they rotate stuff all the time. Yes, they do. You know, it's uh, I was in the uh, uh, aircraft archive one oh, time, cool. and it was like uh, you know that scene in Indiana Jones, you know, at the end where they put the Ark of the Covenant up on the shelf, and then they pan back, and it's this huge, massive yeah. warehouse. You know, that's yeah. what it, that's what it looked like. That's very cool. Wild. Yeah, my grandma has gone once, and she got to see it in the archives, but. So that was pretty cool. That is, that, that, yeah. that's, that's quite the honor. It is. I mean, that's super cool. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. So back to how I kind of got into this. Miranda, if you want to switch to the other images. So obviously I grew up around them my whole life. There's pictures from literally when I was a very little baby with me and my grandparents and brothers all around the tractors. Um, we've gone to shows. We still take them to shows. One of my brothers is really good with them, too. He tries to, like, restore or redo one of them every winter, yeah. which is kind of what my grandpa did, too, because he's taken over the family farm, and my grandpa was the same way. He'd work on them in the winter because that's the slow time. So this year he was actually working on the Rumley 6 to get that one kind of going and running better. But we, uh, we go in the AETA show in Geneseo. That's the big show, so we still go to that one which he had helped start and just have fun with them. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And so you, you, so what, what brought you down to the land of plenty in Nokomis from, from such a metropolitan area like Geneseo? It's a little different. I'll tell you that much. Well, what, um, well, what brought you down here? Well, my husband. Ah, <laughs> forlorn love. Yep. Brought you to Nokomis, Illinois. Sure did. Yeah. <laughs> And here we are, two years later. But it's been good. I like it. I like yeah. the small town feel of Nokomis. It's well. Nice. It was kind of a fortuitous way that you ended up walking into almond auctions because uh, your mother-in-law mm -hmm. is from here. Yes. And so I get this Facebook message one night, 
And uh, she's like, uh, hey, uh, you know, uh, my daughter-in-law-to-be is going to be moving down there. And, and she's looking for a job. And <laughs> she knows she knows about Rumley's. <laughs> That's what I said. She knows about Rumley's. Did she spell it right? I think she did. Oh, good. Yeah, I think she did. And I was like, what is this about? You know? <laughs> I mean, I hadn't talked to her Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah, yeah. before. And, uh, yeah, so you walked in and. I asked you what a Rumley was, and you said, which model? And I go, hmm, promise. <laughs> it's been fun. Yes, I've enjoyed working here. Like I said, I love talking to the people. I love hearing their stories, how their collections got started, where their collections are going, and the history behind it. So, Because uh, one kind of wild coincidence, I think Alex was out. He, he was out. Was he out visiting John Tissy? Mm -hmm. And... John had photographs of your grandpa's bee. bee. Yeah, the bee. When it was found out on like the prairie. Yes, which is crazy because we've heard that story from my grandpa and grandma. And then to actually, when Alex told me that, I was like, what? No way. So that was very cool to yeah, hear. So yeah, so ended up, ended up getting pictures of it. I mean, that's... Yes. You know, it was fate. It was. It was meant to be. It was meant to be. It really was. <laughs> So yeah, that's kind of a background on Old Iron Garage, Old Iron Talk, why I'm here, how I got here, and we are very excited for the show to continue. Yeah, so so going forward, uh, what you're going to do, uh, kind of set up a schedule mm -hmm. on, on the podcast, yep. and and then they'll be a, a available on... Uh, We're going to stream them on YouTube, we'll have them on Spotify, we're going to pretty much stream them everywhere that you get your podcasts. They should be streamed. So, Apple, whichever you listen. And even some in some way that old guys can figure yes. it out and exactly. like get their get their tracker talk fixed. Yes. Whatever. Whatever fix they need. Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yes, we want to thank you all for joining us today, and we hope that you do visit and check out oldirongarage.com to visit and contribute with other old iron enthusiasts and collectors. Um, we hope that you check back next week for a new episode of Old Iron Talk, and thank you all for joining us.